all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Shalom, everybody. Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. We're about to add our Instagram fam here in just a second here, and we're about to move in the things that God has ordained. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Let's get IG added. Come on, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in and let me know where you are watching from. I'm so excited, elated, glad to be with you. Fresh from the gym. I got that gym sheen on. Uh, Fresh from the gym. I pray your day has been amazing. My day has been absolutely incredible. Come on in. Come on in and like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. LWS. Like we're sure. Denver, good to see you. Centennial, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in, everybody on every platform. On the Bishop Foreman Harvest Search Facebook, Bishop Foreman Harvest Search YouTube, uh, on Twitch, on the uh, mobile app, on our website, and then both of our Instagram pages, Harvest Search and Bishop Foreman. So come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. Atlanta, good to see you. Jacksonville, Florida, Good to see you. San Diego, Birmingham, Alabama. Come on, y'all. We in here tonight. What are we doing? We gather together every single Monday night to pray. Every single Monday night to pray. Uh, That's what we do. And uh, we see God meet us in prayer. Why do we pray for one hour? We pray for one hour because it is a biblical principle. In Jesus' most defining moment, he asked uh, Peter, James, and John to pray with him for one hour, all right? And so for many of you, this is going to be the longest time of prayer that you have throughout the week, and I want to encourage you to make it count, make it matter. So set this time aside on your calendar, set this time aside, set your alarm so that you can focus in and lock in for this one hour. Watch me. When you make prayer a priority, heaven makes you a priority. When you make prayer a priority. Heaven makes you a priority. Think about this, y'all. You get to, hey, God bless you, Pastor. You get the ability to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the Great I Am. Pay attention. We get to go above everybody else's head in order to accomplish what it is that we're trying to get done. So do not sleep on prayer. Do not sleep on the power of prayer. All right. Listen again, again, Panama City. Good to see you. Marietta, Georgia. That's ATL. Good to see you. Hey, everybody. Come on in. Let me just say this real quick before we jump in the prayer. Yesterday was amazing. It was Supernatural Sunday. Tons of people gave their lives to the Lord at both experiences. If you did not uh, watch it or see it, get our app. Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. It's on the screen for my YouTubers and Facebookers um, and Twitch in the Harvest channel. And if you're in the Harvest group too, um, it is there for you. All right. want to encourage you. Avail yourself to that um, and allow, uh, just be blessed by it. Yesterday's message was, it's supernatural. And we talked about that. We're going to cover some of that in prayer today. It was absolutely amazing. If you saw or you were present yesterday for a Sunday, either experience 915 or 1115, if you were in the building or online, then you just type on the screen what the experience was for you. Hey, Atlanta, what was the experience for you? Can I get a few more of you to share on my Instagram pages? Let me get a few more of you to share on Instagram what was the experience? I see, I see fire on the screen. Come on. I see, uh, come on, the Florida panhandler, you in the building. Come on. Glad you're with us. Alabama. Good to see you. Shalom, everybody. Come on. How, what were the experiences for you yesterday? Listen, I literally only got to pray for two separate things yesterday. Uh, one thing at the 915, one thing at the 1115. That's it. Uh, so it was a speechless. It was confirmation, a supernatural move of God. Come on healing. This is good. This is good. Come on. Powerful, supernatural. 
This is good. Come on, wisdom is the architect. You better come on here. We're going to cover that thing in prayer today. All right, I gave so much revelation yesterday that we have to come back behind and cover it in prayer, all right? It was fire. The lady that was in the building, you read the testimony. That blessed me. Didn't that bless you? Um, it's amazing. Um, uh, we prayed. Y'all saw. Y'all saw the power of prayer yesterday. One week ago or a week and a day ago, we prayed for Harvest Stewart. Went into the hospital. And at the 9.15, I prayed for her. Um, they said that she had the symptoms of a stroke. Um, and they ran the test, but we prayed and said, you got to come out of there. You got to come out quickly. Pay attention. She was supposed to be stuck in that hospital. But, but but the prayers of the righteous availeth much. This is why I always tell you the power of prayer. And I wish that you would make it a priority. Because listen, if you want power, baby, you're going to have to learn how to pray. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you want demonstration, you are going to have to learn how to pray. Wisdom is my architect. This is good. I was shaking. Come on. Uh, uh, this is so good. Time to change. Come on. What else? She came out. Hallelujah. Shalom. Listen, guys, it was amazing. So I want you to get that app and text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Stay connected to all things harvest. Let me also say this, because sometimes some of you all will shoot me a DM or message and say, Bishop, what's going on with this? What's happening with this? Go to the app. Go to the website. Those are going to be the best resources for you to stay connected to all things harvest and we got so much uh, so many exciting things that are going to be coming up uh, here in the next several months that i'm super excited about it amen uh listen one other thing i want to say before we jump in deep into prayer tonight because we're going up tonight y'all it's the first day of a new month and you're in your last two officially you are in your last two um months of 2021 of course we know we've been in a new spiritual year in your last two months of 2021, uh, and these are going to be better than your first 10. Can you speak that? And can you type that? The last two will be better than the first 10. The last two months of 2021 will be better than the first 10 months of 2021. I need you to speak that. I need that to be your confession. All right. Um, one other thing I want to say, if you are in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be a part of our uh, launch team to do that. All you need to do is text the word H-C-A-T-L to the phone number 877-552-4746. It's coming on the screen, except for on my IG pay, uh, channels or pages. It's coming on the screen for you. We'd love for you to be a part of that. Our launch team is growing every single day, every single week, and it's going to be amazing. All right. So listen, um, yesterday we, we did something, a message called It's Supernatural. We're going to spend a lot of our time today in prayer covering that and covering the revelation that was released in that word yesterday. And so I want you to prepare yourself for that. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We honor you. We bless you, sir. We thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you are consistent. We thank you that you are amazing. God, we give you the glory. Father, we say, hallowed be your name. We thank you, Lord, that your name is worthy to be praised. And throughout the scripture, God, you had many names, God, based on People's experiences with you, they gave you a name. Abraham called you Jehovah Jireh because you provided a ram in the thicket for him so he did not have to sacrifice Isaac. The Lord provides. We call you our provider tonight. Type it on the screen. He's my provider. Father, we thank you that you are not only that, but Lord, you are our healer. You are our healer. You said that you are the Lord that heals. You are the Lord that heals. And so according to your scripture, God, we call you that from Exodus 15, 26. You are the Lord that heals. You are the Lord that cures disease and cures sickness. So we call you that tonight. Father, we thank you that you are everything that we need you to be. Our faith, our hope, our trust is in you, God. Not in an outcome, but it's in you. So tonight, God, when Moses said, what shall we say? What is your name? You named yourself this, God, despite all the names that people gave you based on their experiences with you. When you gave your name to Moses, you said, my name is I am. I am that that I am. A year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means I will prove who and what I am by what I do. Thank you, God, that you are the God that proves yourself. Come on, y'all. You are the God that proves yourself to us. And Father, we ask for forgiveness tonight, God, for ever doubting what you've proven yourself to be. You've proven yourself to outdo yourself. You've proven yourself to be our healer. 
You've proven yourself to be our provider. And for this, God, we are grateful. And for this, God, we are thankful. And so tonight, as we pray, we have blessed you. Now we ask that you would forgive us. We pray that you would wash us and cleanse us in your blood. The blood that was shed 2,000 years ago. Father, that blood still cleanses, still washes today. The blood is an instrument of redemption, which means it buys back. It's purchasing something. Thank you, Lord, that the blood has purchased our righteousness, which means when we pray tonight, God, we're not praying uh, under any condemnation. We're not praying under any shame. We're not praying under any guilt, but we are praying, God, watch me, under the blood, which means when you see us, you see your blood. And when you see your blood, you see yourself. And you said that you cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. And for that, God, we say thank you. That's 2 Timothy 2 and 13, God, you won't deny you. So we thank you, Lord, that we are forgiven for our sin. That is our willful deviation, or excuse me, um, making mistakes. We thank you, God, that for every mistake we've made, it's covered. Type it on the screen. It's covered. Secondly, God, we ask that you would forgive us tonight for our transgression. That is our willful deviation from what we knew to be right. God, forgive us for doing our own thing. Forgive us for acting crazy. Forgive us for wilding out. Forgive us for getting out of character. Forgive us, God, for our transgression. And finally, Lord, we ask that you would forgive us for our generational sin that's passed down and around. That is iniquity. God, forgive us for not being the curse breakers, but being curse perpetuators. God, we thank you that all our sin is washed away, that all our sin is covered under the blood. And since it's covered, that means, God, that we can come boldly. So tonight we pray that you would give us what to pray because, God, we operate in wisdom we don't just hop on prayer, God saying, Lord, do what you want to do. No, we hop on prayer having asked you what it is that you desire for us to pray. When we pray, God, it is like going to battle in the spirit. It is like adjudicating in the spirit. Father, we battle because this is how we fight our battles, with our prayer, our praise, and our worship. But God, in adjudication, it is where we win cases. It means this is where a case is legally tried. That's why your word says, God, to state our case before you that we might be justified. State your case before me that we might be justified. So we state our case before you tonight. Isaiah 43 and 26, God, you said, bring your argument to me and use my word. And when you use my word, it's going to produce results for you. And for that, God, we thank you. So give us what to pray. Put the words in our mouth that we are to speak in the atmosphere. Put the focus in our minds that we are to release in the atmosphere. And for this, God, we say thank you in advance. We thank you, Lord, that we're in a brand new month. Come on, y'all. We thank you, Lord, that we are in a brand new month. And in this brand new month, God, we cover our November. Come on, y'all. Let's shift. We cover our November. And we say, God, it will be a November to remember in the name of Jesus. God, we rebuke now any attack that the enemy had planned. We rebuke now any anxiety the enemy had planned, any discouragement, any depression, anything, God, that the holiday season would try to bring that's not like you. We shut that down now in advance. What are we doing? We're anticipating. That's what the Bible says. Uh, be mindful of the devices of the enemy. Why? Because we will not allow him that is stolen to steal any longer. We are mindful of his devices. So as the holiday season even begins, God, we speak now, Father Shalom, that nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well. In the name of Jesus, we declare that in this month of November, that we would be thankful, that we would be grateful, and that, God, every curse that has perpetuated up to this month of our lives, God, we're starting a new series of Harvest this month called Curse Breakers. This is the month. Come on, somebody say this month, this month, this month. This is the month, God, where every curse that has been operating in our lives, this is the month where that's shut down. This is the month where that comes to its end. This is the month, Father, where we declare curses are broken. What are curses? Empowerments to fail. We declare that this is the month that those curses are broken. And for that, God, we say thank you now in Jesus' name. We cover this entire month under the blood. We cover this entire month and we speak favor. Come on. We speak favor. Type that on the screen. Say it and speak it. Say it and speak it. 
We speak favor over this month. We speak the blessing over this month. That is an empowerment to prosper, to do well, and to be whole. We speak that over this month in the name of Jesus. And God, we speak not only favor, we speak not only blessing. Come on, y'all, let's go. We speak breakthrough over this month. What does that mean? There was something on the other side we were trying to get to, but there was something that was in between us and what we were trying to obtain. Breakthrough means that we got on the other side of it. Father, we pray that in November we would break through and get on the other side of whatever's trying to block us, stop us, keep us from what it is that's on the other side. In the name of Jesus, we cover this month. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We cover this month. Every person we interact with, we pray, God, that it would be just like with Stephen. The Bible says that when Stephen spoke, that they could not resist him. Come on. All right, God. It says that when Stephen spoke, they could not resist his words. That's Acts 6 and 10. They could not resist him and they could not stand against him. This month, God, we pray. That whoever we come before, God, that our words cannot be stood against. We pray, God, that what we speak cannot be stood against, that it's irresistible. God, that when we come before whomever, decision makers, that when we come before whomever uh, is sitting in a seat of authority or power or position, God, that when we speak, they cannot resist us. And God, we pray that they will not be able to stand against us. We declare no weapon that is formed against us, God, would prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, we condemn it. We quiet it. In other words, God, that means we shut it down and we shut it up because we accomplished the goal. I pray, God, that we would have the strength to end 2021 strong. Come on. Somebody type strength on the screen. That we would have the strength, God, to end 2021 strong. So, Father, we are violent in prayer tonight because the Bible says, the kingdom suffers violence. What is the kingdom, God? It is heaven's attributes on earth. It is God's modus operandi. It is how God does what he does. In other words, God, the, it is heaven on earth. Heaven's attributes in the earth. The kingdom suffers violence, which means we got to get violent in prayer. Why? Because we expect the kingdom to manifest in our lives in November and December of 2021. I declare, God, that we would not end this year with unaccomplished goals. That every goal that we set for this year, that you would make up for any lost time. That you would make up, God, for any bad decisions. That you would make up for any delay in the name of Jesus. So, God, we're violent in prayer tonight. What does that mean? It means we are focused and we are unwavering. I rebuke distractions that would try to break our focus. I rebuke things that would try to make us waver. I rebuke, Father, uh, uh, like I prayed for to let 15, uh, any attitude or emotional funk that we might be in that would try to pull us to a low place, pull us into a place of discouragement, pull us into a place of doubt, pull us into a place of ingratitude. But God, we declare that we're going to end stronger in November and December than the entire rest of this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's come up for a little bit of air. Amen. Come on, can I get you to just give God glory right there? Type of praise on the screen, wherever you're at. If you're just coming in and you like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share it. On Facebook, I need y'all to tag some people and get them on prayer tonight. Tag some people, get them on prayer tonight, all right? So listen, oh, God, all right? Ooh, yeah, I hear y'all typing on the screen. Pray, Mr. pray, Mr. Listen, prayer, prayer, I, when I come out of prayer, I feel like a lion. I feel like a lion. I always pray about what to pray about. Now, there's a few things I'm going to ask you to do in prayer. All right. If you've been rocking with me for a while on prayer, you already know. If you're new to prayer, let me teach you. Number one, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Life and death are in the power of your tongue, the Bible says. And what you like to speak is what you're going to see. All right. So I'm going to have you to say a lot. So if you just want to sit in prayer and just rock and shake, mm -mm, mm -mm, you have to open your mouth. Listen, it's not on me to speak it. It's on you to speak it. It's not on your spouse to speak it. It's on you to speak it. It's not on your kids to speak it. It is on you to speak it. I see all of you all tagging people on Facebook. Love you, love you, love you. Appreciate you. When you share, people get saved. Number two, I'm going to have you to type a lot. I'm going to have you to type a lot. Um, and the reason for that is because the Bible says, wherever two or three touch agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. So when you type it on the comments, what you're doing is we are agreeing digitally. All right. So I'm going to have you to say a lot. I'm going to have you to type a lot. That's because I want you to get results. Can I get you to type that word on the screen? Results. I want you to get results 
from prayer. I want you to get results. The Bible says that the gospel is good news. Good news means that it works. That, right, could you imagine somebody sending you an approval email and say, we just approved you for a million dollar line of credit. All right. But the credit, but the credit line, but you can't get the credit line though. No. Well, what good is it? All right. So for many Christians, many Christians have gotten frustrated um, because they've not seen the results that they want to see, but that's because they've not been taught how to get results. Hear me, hear my heart. Whether you're part of Harvest or not, you just come on prayer, whatever it is, hear me. I want you to get results in your life. All right. But to get results, you have to be taught how to obtain results. All right. And so that's what good news is. Good news is not just a bunch of blah, 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 blah. In Jesus name. Good news is I got results. Watch me. And I got receipts. Let's hit that in prayer. God, let me thank you. Um, your word says, God, that people would see our fruit and they would glorify you, our father in heaven, which means, God, we have results and receipts. We have results and receipts. I speak and we declare over November and December of 2021 that we will have both results and receipts. Results and receipts. I need you to type that thing. Results and receipts. Results and receipts. Results and receipts. Results means we're going to have the fruit of what it is that we are practicing. And receipts means it's going to be done. We will have results and receipts. We will have results and receipts. In other words, you'll be able to verify, look at what the Lord has done. That's why the scripture says, this is the Lord's doing. This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. That is Psalm 118, 23. This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. What does that mean? I got receipts. We have receipts in our faith. We have receipts in our finances. We have receipts in our progress. We have receipts in our spirituality. Results in our end receipts. I pray, right? I pray for closed deals. Come on, y'all. Let's go further. I pray for closed deals. I pray for uh, uh, transactions that are still in an open state or deals that need to come to closure. And to completion, that in November and December, deals would be closed. If you got deals right now that are pending in any way, shape, form, or fashion, whether it be business, personal, whatever, I need you to do the hand wave emoji right now. Because in Jesus' name, we pray for closed deals in November and December, that whatever is pending, that it would be closed. That whatever is pending, that it would be closed. That whatever is pending, that it would be closed right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody, say amen. Hey, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. We gather together every single Monday night to pray for one hour. We call it Command Your Week Prayer because that's the way Jesus prayed. In the Bible, guys, a night was not you wake up in the morning and you go through the day. That wasn't a day, rather. And the Bible, read the Bible in Genesis, is that it began the night before and then it bled into the next day. So at approximately 6 p.m., Today, you enter Tuesday officially from a biblical standpoint. So watch me. Many people, when they pray, they'll get up early. So I got up early in the morning and I pray. That's great. But most of the half the day is over by the time most people get up. What do we do? We follow the biblical pattern of prayer. Whenever you saw Jesus pray, you would often see that the Bible will say something very specific like this. You see it in Mark. And the Lord got up early before the sun did. He reset the day before the day tried to set him up. He reset the day, hey, Goldsboro, before the day tried to set him up. That's the same thing we're doing in prayer. We are resetting the week before the week tries to set you up. We are commanding the week and directing the week on what to produce for us before it tries to come and bring something sideways. Shout out to the four of you that have used badges over on the Bishop Foreman IG to sew. All right. So listen, um, yesterday we did a message called It's Supernatural. We ended our series Proverbs. Um, can you tell me if you've seen any of the series, what stood out to you from the series Proverbs on whatever platform you're on? What stood out to you from the series Proverbs? What's something that stood out to you from that series Proverbs? All right, just type it on the screen. Something real fast for me. What stood out to you from the series Proverbs? What stood out to you? Talk to me. 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 Right, sometimes you just got to reset. And that's what prayer does. Prayer says, let me cancel all of that mess. Let me reset. Let me reset. Let me reset. Just like that testimony of that individual that was in the hospital. We're going to post a video of it um, a week ago, a week and a day ago. What did the week try to set? The week said you're going to be in this hospital all week. But what did we do through prayer? What did we do through prayer? 
we reset what was set. That's how you do it, y'all. This is why prayer is powerful. All right. All right. All right. And remember, prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. So this is why when we pray, I don't speak the whole hour to, uh, in terms of talking to the Lord. We pray that he responds. And when he responds, I give you revelation. So we pray, I give you revelation. We pray, he responds. We pray, he responds. His response is the revelation. All right. Um, so good. Yesterday was amazing. Wisdom read the passage call out. This is good. God spoke it. wisdom, built it. This is good. What else? Our lives are a report card of where we like wisdom. This is good. Wisdom is loud. Um, anything in your life that has lacked, I mean, you like some wisdom that this is good. This is good. Not to live in regret. This is good. Wisdom was created before anything else. Wisdom is a spirit. Yes. Those who honor will be honored. Absolutely. Those who dishonor, there you go. Wisdom is an architect. Come on. I'm reading all these comments, y'all. I'm multi. I got, I got four screens in front of me. I'm keeping up with it all. Come on. All right. Uh, uh, wisdom requires pursuit. This is good. Uh, wisdom is a spirit. Honor up, honor around, then honor down. That's so good. Wisdom. Yes, he's very petty. Wisdom is personified in scripture as a woman because Solomon, who asked the Lord for wisdom. Everybody pay attention. Um, I, and I want to do this. How many of you believe you're going to be the first one in your bloodline um, to be debt free? Wave at me if you believe that. How many of you believe, um, same thing, all right, I'm going to give you two, I'm going to give you two. How many of you believe that you're going to be the first one in your bloodline that's going to achieve certain financial achievements, whether that's six figures, seven figures, eight figures, whatever, wave at me if you believe you're going to be the first one, because you know you're blessed to be a blessing, wave at me. If I look at me, Solomon, when Solomon took, please listen to me. When Solomon took the throne, I want you to pay very close attention. When Solomon took the throne, he did not ask for money. Pay attention. He did not ask for relationships. Can I suggest to you that some of the reason why you haven't seen what you wanted to see is because you didn't pray for what was necessary to see what you wanted to see. Did y'all hear what I just said right there? See, you can want a pizza all day long. Let me give you a simple analogy. You can want a pizza all day long. Now, most people order pizzas. Remember, we used to call to order pizza. Now, most people order pizza through what? Through an app, through a website. Most people don't call now to order pizza. Think about it. You can want a pizza all day long. The other day, I had a craving for pizza. I was like, I just want some cheese and bread and meat. You hear me? Watch me. Um, but if you do not, pay attention, if you do not have a phone in order to use the app, to go to the website or to make the phone call just because you desire something, just because you prayed for something, because the word pray means to ask, just because you asked for something or just because you desired something, hear me y'all, it does not mean that you will have access to it because you don't have what's necessary to get it. Y'all not talking to me in these comments. Just because you have prayed for it, asked for it, that's what the word pray means, you asked for it. Does not mean that you have access to it. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying to you right now. So Solomon doesn't pray for money. Solomon doesn't pray for relationships. This is a lot of stuff people are praying for. All right. So number one, we don't pray for money. We sold for money. Number two, Solomon didn't pray for relationship. He didn't say, I just want a good godly relationship. I want a godless. But he didn't pray for that. Now looking at some of the relationship decisions he made, maybe he ought to add them. All right. He didn't pray for that. You know what he prayed for? He said, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. This is what Solomon prayed for, y'all. This is what Solomon prayed for. Matter of fact, I'm going to read you exactly what uh, uh, Solomon prayed for. Solomon, uh, let me get there. Let me get there. Um, verse, this is uh, 1 Kings chapter 3. Everybody listen. Solomon uh, answered. Actually, let me go up further. Let's actually, can I start it? I'm going to start actually at the beginning of the chapter because I want you to see this, because we're going to pray for this, and then we're going to hit this deeper. If you're being blessed, just say thank you, Jesus, in the comments, whatever platform that you're on. Guys, I need a few more of y'all to share over here on this Harvest Church Instagram. We need to get that number way up, all right? All right, but we're on like 13 platforms tonight, so I know we're on a lot, but I need to do that. Solomon prayed for wisdom. That's the series that we just exited. He prayed for wisdom. He prayed for wisdom. I want to just get this this thing always brings up this Biblia. It's God's way of telling me I need to get to this four in my Spanish lessons. Listen. All right, here we go. First Kings chapter three. Solomon, um, let's go here. Uh, verse three. Solomon, first Kings three, three. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David, his father, 
Only he sacrificed and made offerings at the high places. In other words, he upped his level of sacrifice. That's a whole word right there. Because for some of you, watch me, what you want in your future requires a higher level of sacrifice in your present. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that we would not desire what we're not willing to sacrifice for. Solomon wanted to go higher than his father, so he sacrificed in the high places. In other words, he increased his level of sacrifice predicated upon what he desired from you. So, Father, we pray that we would have the, oh, God, I hear you loud and clear. We would have the strength to sacrifice. We would have the strength to sacrifice. Type that on the screen. Lord, give me the strength to sacrifice based on where it is that I want to see my life go. Let's go deeper. Verse 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. So essentially Solomon gave a thousand dollar offering, right? Would be the equivalent today. A burnt offering was unique because you had to take time to prepare the animal. After you prepared the animal, you had to have the animal, um, the hair removed. Then you had uh, to have the animal slaughtered. Then you had to have the entrails of the animal removed. Then you had to have the animal clean. The priest had to declare that the animal was worthy of sacrifice. That means to do a thousand of those, that meant that you literally took time to prepare because you were sacrificing based on what you wanted to see. And for some of you all, your future's so big, that's why you have to sacrifice so much now. Come on, all right? Verse four, and the king went to give him to sacrifice. There was a great high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, everybody listen, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and listen to God's prayer. This is what God, or God's response. God says, Solomon, listen what he says, ask what you want and I shall give it to you. I'm going to say it again. After Solomon's sacrifice, then God says, here's a blank check. And most people would have said, make me a billionaire, make me a trillionaire, millions, billions, trillions, quadrillions, whatever's next. All right. Most people would have said, give me some great relationship. Most people would have said, make it so that all my enemies die. But, you know, all that. Look at what Solomon prays for. And Solomon says this in verse six. You've shown great and steadfast love, which is mercy to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. You have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, oh, Lord, my God, you've made your savior your servant king in place of David, my father, although I'm but a little child. Pay attention. Pay attention. In prayer, he reveals his insecurities. Father, give us the grace to reveal what we need you to heal in prayer. Give us the grace to reveal where we're insecure in prayer. So when we come out of prayer, we are secure. Father, give us the grace to be vulnerable in prayer. Come on, y'all. Give us the grace to be vulnerable in prayer. Give us the grace to be vulnerable in prayer so that we can reveal it to you so that you can heal it in us. Nobody would have probably ever known that Solomon struggled with insecurity. But you got to remember, his father David really wasn't around him that much because his father David, for much of his kingdom, was dealing with Absalom and his mess. And then he had all of his women. He had all these other things that were going on. This is what Solomon prayed. Solomon says, Solomon says, I'm but a little child. He says, I'm insecure, God. I'm insecure. Father, we give you our insecurities. Come on, y'all. Let's cover that in prayer. We're here. Let's cover it. We're here. Let's cover it. Father, we give you our insecurities. We give you the areas where we don't feel good enough. We give you the areas where we don't feel strong enough. We give you the areas where we feel dumb where we feel unprepared, where we feel like we don't have what it takes, where we feel like we'll never make it. Father, we give you our insecurities. Come on, y'all, please type that on the screen. We give you our insecurities, God. We give you our insecurities and we reveal them to you because you are the God that can heal them. We reveal them to you because you are the God that can give us a strategy on not just how to heal them, God, but how to deal with them until you heal them, how to deal with them until you heal them. We give you our sense of a telephobia. That is the moment where we feel like we're not good enough. We give you our insecurities in prayer tonight. If you know, listen, this is only for those of us that are bold. If you know you got some areas of your life where you are insecure, I dare you, watch me, to make the devil a lie 
and for you to type it on the screen. I dare you to type it on the screen. Why? Bitch, why you want me to put all my business out there? No, 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 because what you don't understand is all of us have some sense of insecurity somewhere. But the Bible says in James chapter five, that if you would confess this, watch me, that he would heal it. In other words, don't be ashamed of what God's about to secure you in. Don't be ashamed about what God's about to secure you in. Don't be ashamed of what God is about to secure you in. Come on, learning again. This is good. A telephobia, this is good. My body, this is good. This is good. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. My weight, come on, y'all. A failure, come on. This is so good. Your weight. Come on, come on, come on. Whatever it is, come on. Put it on the screen. Not being good enough. Come on. Watch me. And when you say that, you ought to feel boldness popping up behind you. Why? You just took what the devil uses to punk you from him. You just took what the enemy uses to punk you and keep you quiet and keep you in a corner. You just took away his ammunition. Come on, make him out to be a liar. My confidence, my current situation that I fail, my love, my fear of failure. Come on, my weight. Come on, relationship, financial stability, body image, self. Y'all better come on on prayer tonight. This is how you get free. Heal the long-term relationships, failure, mental health, that you won't make it, that you're going to be like your mama and daddy. Come on. Uh, somebody says fatness. All right, listen, finances, uh, uh, what else? Uh, leadership not being good enough. Father, we release, y'all can keep typing on the screen, we release our insecurities to you, sir. We release our insecurities to you, sir. We release our insecurities to you, sir. Just like Solomon did. Wisdom doesn't deny that it's there. Wisdom just denies it a right to stay. Wisdom doesn't deny that the insecurity is there. Wisdom just denies it a right to remain. Wisdom does not deny that it's present. It just denies that it has a right to remain present. In Jesus' name, we give these to you, sir, because you know what to do with them. 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 Ooh, who, who from just typing it on the screen, you already feel a little weight lifting off of you? Wave at me. I already feel a little weight lifting off of you. Watch me. For some of you, you've accomplished so much that, that your insecurity is, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Like, is this it? Like, God, is this it? Is this, this the whole thing right here? This the whole thing? Your insecurity is that you've accomplished your greatest and there's nothing better for you to do. Let me help you. If you still have a pulse, God still has a plan, which means there's more to achieve. There's more to achieve. There's more to achieve. There is more to achieve. There is more to achieve. There is more to achieve. That's the whole word right there. I could have did a whole series of this one prayer from Solomon, right? Solomon said he reveals his insecurity. It's first Samuel, or excuse me, first Kings three and um, verse seven. He says, although I am a little child, he says, I do not know. Let's cover this next thing. So number one, insecure. Look at the next thing. He says he, he, he's inadequately prepared. Come on, God. L listen to the next part of his prayer. This is his prayer. He sacrifices. Then God says, tell me what you want. This is Solomon's prayer. He says, I do not know how to go out or come in. He says, I am inadequately prepared. Is there anybody where there's things in front of you that you get excited about one minute? And then the next minute you're like, but how am I going to do that, though? Come on. Wave at me. Um. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where one moment you're like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to this. I'm thrilled about it. It's going to be amazing. God, I can't wait. And then you're like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Anybody? I see your hands. I see your hands. Come on. I see your hands. Look at all these hands on the screen. I see your hands. I see your hands. All right? Like, how am I going to do that? Solomon says, not only... Do, am I insecure? Solomon then says he's inadequately prepared. He says, I don't really know how to do this. He said, you've given me a throne, but I don't know how to go out and come in. In other words, I don't know how to carry myself. I don't know how to have these conversations. I don't know how to negotiate these deals. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. Father, come on, y'all. Are you ready? We give you that.
We give you not only our insecurity, but God, we give you the areas where we feel inadequately prepared. Father, if you brought us to it, that means we are ready for it. Mm, 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 mm. I rebuke you shrinking back. The Bible says that we are not those that shrink back. You take no pleasure in those that shrink back. Hebrews 10, 39. But we are not those who shrink back and, and are destroyed. We are not those who draw back. We are not those who pull back. We are those who push forward in Jesus' name. So, God, we give you both our insecurities and we give you, God, the areas we feel inadequately prepared. Show us what we need to know. Show us what we need to know for what it is that you have ordained for us to do. If you are at it, you're ready for it. Look at me. If you are at it, you are ready for it. Come on. Sometimes we used to say this a lot. I'll even say it now in messages. Watch me. He's ready. You ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Can I get you to type it on the screen? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. For some of you, watch me. You need to say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because you keep sitting in the seat of, I need more time. You don't have more time. It's time now. No more time. No more delay. Get off delay. Stop. Stop them. I'm just waiting on the Lord. The Lord says, I'm waiting on you. Get up. Move. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Come on. I got to move. Um, This is Solomon's prayer. All right. Because it ties into wisdom. Stay with me, everybody. If you're just coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. So look at the next part of Solomon's prayer. So let's just recap in case you just came in. Solomon, um, who is David's son, he takes the throne. Solomon takes the throne. And he's he's fa he's fairly young. He's not the youngest, though, to ever sit on the throne. He's fairly young. And um, God gives him a throne. Let that be a revelation um, for everybody on here who you keep thinking that your age matters to God. You might be young, but you're ready. And watch me. You might not be as young as you used to be, but you're still ready. Go on, type that on the screen. I'm ready. Father, I rebuke us using our chronological disposition or our educational pedigree as an excuse. You are the God that gives wisdom that removes excuses. You are the God that gives wisdom that removes excuses. You are the God that gives wisdom that removes excuses. And for this God, we say thank you. All right, let's take this thing on in. And then we're going to shift. Um, so Solomon takes the throne. Solomon, it, he, he sacrifices higher and stronger than his father does. Um, he goes to the high places. So he increases his sacrifice. Solomon shows a thousand burnt offerings, which is equivalent today, like a thousand dollar offering. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's relative, though, because it's about sacrifice. A sacrifice is going to be relative to an individual. So for one person, sacrifice would be a thousand dollars. For some person, a thousand dollars may be nothing. So it may be 10,000, 100,000, a million, a billion, all right? All right, so what happens, Solomon shows a thousand burnt offerings and you have to go through a process to prepare these offerings before the Lord. And he did this frequently and the Lord answers him. Watch me, the Lord answers his seed. Mm. The Lord answers his sacrifice. God, we say, answer our sacrifice. Lord, we say, answer our sacrifice. We say, answer our sacrifice, God. The Lord answers his sacrifice, and he says to Solomon in a dream, so God breaks protocol, too. Pay attention. What do you mean breaks protocol? The, the protocol of the day was that if the Lord wanted to speak to the king, he would only go to the prophet first, who would then go speak to the king. Solomon's sacrifice moved heaven so much that God says, I'm going to come ask you direct. I'm not sending no prophet. I'm going to ask you myself. I'm coming to you direct. Wow. All right. Then what happens? Um, Solomon, he reveals his insecurity. He says, Lord, I'm a little child. Then he says, I don't know how to go out and come in. So he says, I'm inadequately prepared. He says, I don't really know how to do this king thing. I've been around it, but I don't know how to do it. Wow. Look at the next part of his prayer. Here's where I wanted to get. Right through here. And your servant is the midst of your people whom you have chosen a great people. Too many to be numbered or counted from multitude. Look at the next part. He says, I'm, look at what Solomon says. Solomon says, I'm insecure. Then Solomon says, he's inadequately prepared. You ready? Look at the third thing that Solomon says. Solomon says, watch me. This is overwhelming. This, is, this whole thing is, oh, is so much. Wave at me 
if there's some areas of your life where you're like, this is too much, wave at me, wave at me, wave at me right now. If you have areas where like, this is a whole lot, God, wave at me right now, whatever platform you're on. If you got areas of your life where you're like, God, this is a whole lot, wave at me. He says, Lord, it's so many peoples. He said, peoples, <laughs> all right? He says that there can't even be numbered or counted. He says, I don't even know how many people I'm over. I don't, watch me. I don't even know what the issues are to begin to fix as the king. This is so much. I don't even know where to start. Watch me. He says he feels insecure. He feels inadequately prepared. And then thirdly, he says, Lord, he's overwhelmed. Father, I pray for every person right now that feels overwhelmed. You ready? Here's the prayer. We are not. We are not. We are not overwhelmed. We are simply, watch me, underorganized. I pray that you would give us the strategy, God, to organize. Just like you told Moses, you said put some over thousands, some over hundreds, some over fifties, some over tens. When you when you were feeding the thousands, five thousand men plus women and children, God, you said this. You said, sit them down in groups of this and groups of that. In other words, bring order, bring organization so that you don't feel overwhelmed. I call our organization, Lord, to another level. Come on, y'all. I call our organization to another level. I call our organization to another level. Father, that we would be organized for what it is that you've set us over. That would be organized for what you have set us over. We are not overwhelmed. We are under-organized. So give us the wisdom we pray for, God, to be organized. For next. Because next is bigger than what was. And we must be organized for it. Come on, can you release this on whatever platform you're on? Say, I'm organized. I'm organized. I'm organized. Especially for those of you who think you've mastered organization, you really need to be praying this. Because you will often feel overwhelmed because you think you're an expert. Mm -mm. I'll be open to reorganizing. Mm. Be open to reorganizing. God, we are open to be reorganized. We are open, God, to reorganizing. We are open to reorganizing in Jesus' name. Let's move further. Guys, if you're just coming in on whatever platform you're on, we're like 13 tonight. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share the video. All right, we're covering Solomon's prayer um, because Solomon, again, he didn't pray for, he didn't pray for what most people pray for. In Solomon's prayer, he reveals his insecurity. He reveals that he feels inadequately, inadequately prepared. He reveals that he feels under, or excuse me, overwhelmed or underorganized. And listen to this. Look at this. He says, give your servant, therefore, wisdom to govern your people. Give your servant, therefore, one version says, understanding to govern your people. Give your servant, therefore, wisdom. Wisdom. Solomon prayed for wisdom, y'all. Solomon prayed for wisdom, y'all. Solomon prayed for, look at me. He didn't pray for money. He prayed for wisdom. So this is our prayer tonight. God, give us wisdom. Wisdom, God, that causes us to confront and deal with our insecurities. Give us wisdom, God, to confront and deal with where we feel inadequately prepared. Give us wisdom, God, to confront and deal with where we feel overwhelmed. You are well able. 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 Hey, Dallas, you are well able. In Jesus' name. Ooh, it's prayer blessing you tonight. Shout out to the eight of you that have used badges on the Bishop Form and IG to sew. That was Solomon's prayer. And then I want you to see God's response. Let me let me switch to the amplifier. Let me show you God's response. Let me show you God's response. Now it pleased the Lord. Yay. Y'all ready? For some of you, this one prayer is going to be your game changer. It pleased the Lord that Solomon asked this thing. Um, it pleased the Lord. Solomon could have asked this for money. But watch me, money wouldn't have fixed his organization problem. In fact, money would have only made his disorganization worse because he wouldn't have known where his money was. Watch me. You can't pray to be wealthy and you're not a good budgeter. You can't pray to be wealthy and you don't know how to manage resources. You can't. 
you can't pray for a great relationship. Watch me. But the truth is, is that you prefer isolation. Mm-hmm. You prefer to be by yourself. Right? You, you, you can't. Right? Solomon didn't pray for that. Solomon asked for wisdom. And when Solomon asked for wisdom, and there you go, money can buy you stuff. Uh, but 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 wisdom, wisdom unlocks favor. The Bible says that it pleased the Lord that he asked for this thing. The Lord was like, wow, you asked me for wisdom. He was like, I thought you were going to ask me for money. I thought you were going to ask me for a whole bunch of uh, relationships. I thought you were going to, you asked me for wisdom? Mm. Listen, so God said to them, y'all ready? Because you have asked for this and not for yourself, Pay attention. He said, I want wisdom to handle, watch me, what I'm serving. Because his assignment as the king was to, was to lead the people. And, and in turn, through leading the people that was serving the Lord. He says, because you asked for this thing. You didn't ask for yourself. You weren't just asking for wisdom for you. You were asking for wisdom for what you do. Can we cover that in prayer? Because many people, you want wisdom but your desire for wisdom is selfish. It's not about you doing, it's not about your serve. It's not about what you do to help other people. It's not about you serving. It's not about, it's about you. Oh, wow. Pay attention to the, to the, to the, to the uh, nuance. This is because you didn't ask for yourself. Father, we are declaring we're not selfish. When we ask for wisdom, God, it is not from a selfish motivation. We ask for wisdom so that we can serve what we're sent to serve better. Mm. Come on, y'all. So we can do what we're sent to do better. He asked for wisdom because he wanted to be a better king, not just for selfish ambition. We declare that we are not selfish. We are not self-centered. Come on, type it and say it. We are not self-centered. Y'all, we are not narcissistic sociopaths who we only are focused on ourselves. No, we ask for wisdom so that what we're sent to serve, we can serve better. What we're called to do, we can do it better. What we're called to be, we can do that better. Jesus, okay? Notice the nuance. The Lord says, because you didn't ask for yourself, this is important. You didn't ask for a long life. Solomon could have said, Lord, let me live forever. God says, whatever you want, I'm going to do it for you. Literally, remember, God gives them a blank check. He says, whatever you want, whatever you put on that check, I'm going to give you. He says, you didn't even ask me for a long life. Then he says, you didn't ask me for wealth. He said, you didn't ask me. You weren't selfish. You didn't ask me to live forever. You didn't ask me for money. Nor did you ask me for the life of your enemies. He says, you didn't ask me to kill nobody for you. I gave you a black check. All you had to do was just say, if you want your enemy gone, the Lord says, look, I would have took your enemy out. He says, you asked me for wisdom. And because you have done this, we're in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 12. Because you have done this, I have done as you asked. This is the game-changing prayer for you. 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 Come on, type wisdom on the screen. This is the game-changing prayer for you. Mr. Palmer, what do you mean game-changing? There comes now where one play changes the whole trajectory of the game. I remember years and years ago, I used to be a huge football fan. Um, and the last real, honestly, this is honest, the honest real Super Bowl I was really into, like into, into, last time uh, or um, in, you know, in previous years was the um, when the Titans went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Titans versus Rams. That That's the last time. Hold on, let me let me look that up. When was that? That had to be like, when was that? That was 2000. 2000 the 2000 Super Bowl. So 21 years ago. That's the last time I was really into the football game. And I remember the Titans were down and I was rooting for Steve McNair and Eddie George. I mean, those are my guys. I was rooting for them. I wanted them to win. And watch me. And they were down. I was getting mad. Like I was hollering at the screen like, come on, man. It's just ridiculous. And then all of a sudden, watch me. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Steve McNair was known for, you know, he would run. He'd take that ball and that man would run. All of a sudden, when they were down and it looked like the game was over for them, all of a sudden, there was a game-changing play. Come on. There was a game-changing play. Everybody listen to me. This prayer, 
for several of you tonight on prayer is going to change the game for you. This is going to change the game for you. Come on. Somebody open your mouth and speak it and type it on the screen. Game changer. Game changer. Father, we declare that this wisdom thing is the game changer for us. It's the game changer for us. Because in that Super Bowl, when, when, when something happened and all of a sudden they came in, in, in close contact, they almost won the game. But the game changed because they were down by a whole lot. The game changed. It was a low-scoring game. The game changed, and then they missed They missed the Super Bowl by a yard. I mean, that's literally what they lost by was a yard. N nonetheless, though, the trajectory of the game changed. Watch me. In that moment. Listen to what the Lord says to Solomon. Listen to what the Lord says to Solomon. Um, I have done what you asked. I have given you a wise and discerning mind so that no one before you uh, was your equal, nor shall anyone equal arise after you. He says, nobody before you will be as wise as you and nobody after you will be as wise as you. Y'all still with me? Let's take it further. But I'm also going to give you, it's going to make me shout. Oh my God, it's 75. I am also going to give you what you didn't ask me for. See, when you pursue wisdom, he's going to give you more than what you ask for. When you pursue wisdom, he's going to give you more than what you ask for. When you pursue wisdom, he's going to give you more than what you ask for. Look into the Lord's words and then I <laughs> have to move on. Look, he says, I'm going to give you more than what you ask for. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Um, verse 13. I've also given you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor. He says, I'm going to make you, watch me, you're not just going to be rich, you're going to be wealthy. That means this is going to be passed down and around. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. God says, if you pursue wisdom, I'm going to give you more than what you asked for. Come on, y'all. Say, Lord, I say, I pursue wisdom. I pursue wisdom. I pursue wisdom. God, our pursuit is wisdom. Our pursuit is is wisdom. We're almost done. He says, I'm going to give you wealth and honor. Listen to what the Lord says. So that there will not be anyone equal to you among the kings for all your days. Wow. There will not be anyone equal to you among the kings for all your days. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Wow, Then look at this. Verse 15. Then Solomon woke up because this is the Lord speaking to him in a dream. Then Solomon woke up and he realized it was a dream. So he after, after the Lord answers him, the Bible says, and he goes back and offers burnt offerings again. He was a sac he was a giver. You want to know why Solomon was rich? He was a giver. You want to know why Solomon was wealthy? He was a giver. You want to know why even though Solomon made bad relationship decisions, God still covered him? It's because he was a giver. There's a principle there. Listen, guys, um, it's 757. We are out of time. I wanted to cover so much in prayer from yesterday's message, but I want to encourage you to go watch it. Um, it's supernatural. Both the 915 and 1115 messages were released yesterday, um, and I want to encourage you to do that. Let's seal this wisdom thing in prayer. Father, I pray that over the next week, you would, Father, give us the desire to go back and watch this entire series called Proverbs. Um, God, that we would pursue and download and receive the wisdom of this series. Because when we pursue the wisdom of the series, God, you said that you would not only give us what we asked for, but God, that you would also give us what we did not ask for. And for many, God, they're praying for money, they're praying for honor, they're praying for relations, they're praying for all the wrong things. You said if we pursued wisdom, that you, God, would give us that and some more. Come on, can I just get you to, uh, uh, let's just, it's not good English, but just put it on the screen, SOMO, S-O-M-E space M-O, SOMO, all right? If you want to go, watch me, if you want to go super hood, S-O-M-M-O, SOMO, all right? You're going to give us exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. Listen, guys, we've got two minutes left on prayer tonight. Let me do this. If prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow. How do you sow? It is super simple. You can, there's several methods that you can give. Number one, you can use the cash app. It's dollar sign Bishop Formal with the number two at the end. We used to have two cash app. Um, had a lot of issues. Actually, if you Google it, they had a lot of issues shutting down accounts, particularly 
uh, accounts of uh, uh, Christians and African-Americans, et cetera. It was a big deal. Um, uh, and so anyway, nonetheless, there's one cash app now, dollar sign Bishop Omen with the number two. And then uh, you can utilize that if you want to use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify. All of that is available for you. The email for that is hello at Harvest Church. That church. Bless what blesses you. It's the first Sunday of the month. I want to challenge everybody. Every single body to get uh, to put a seed in the ground uh, for this particular month. I want to challenge you to put a seed in the ground for this month. It's the first day of the month. Put a seed in the ground. It's the first day of the month. Put a seed in the ground for the first day of this month. I want to challenge everybody to so father speak to your people what they are to sow now. In Jesus' name. For some of you, it's 50. For some, it's 100. For some, it's 200, 250, 500, 1,000. The Lord is going to make it very clear with you to sow. But everybody, sow something tonight if, if prayer blessed you. And because it's the first day of the month. So it's the first fruit of this month. And I want to encourage you um, to sow. All right. Um, secondly, what I want to do is if, and you can, oh, also if you're on a Bishop Bowman IG, you can use the badges to sow over there too. But you always want to be a blessing to what blesses you. Bless what blesses you. Um, could you imagine um, somebody came, ate at your restaurant, they ate your food. It was, I mean, they loved it. Said, oh my God, I ate so good. The food was so good. And then they left. And then on Instagram, they posted the restaurant next door to you. And then um, when it was time to pay, they paid the restaurant next door to you. Um, could you imagine if you owned a restaurant, you'd be like, what is up with that? Same principle, right? You bless what blesses you. You sow where you grow, all right? You feed what feeds you, all right? And so I'm going to encourage you to do that, all right? And you can do that through all those giving methods. Lastly, if you're on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, I don't know why I got my hands in this hoodie because I'm hot. If you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord but you've not been faithful to him, come back to the Lord tonight. And lastly, and lastly, and lastly, number three, and lastly, if you are a um, if you are unsure of where your relationship with the Lord stands, I want you to be sure tonight. I want you to be sure tonight. All right. Wherever you are at, I want you to be sure. So on the count of three, do the hand with emoji or say it's me. You can come a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. One, God's coming to get you tonight. Two, three. If that's you, respond right now. Do the hand with emoji or just say it's me. Guys, it's 801. We're almost off of prayer. Just stick with me. Just stick with me for a couple of more minutes. This is the most exciting part of prayer because people are coming to the Lord or recommitting themselves to the Lord or they're going to be sure about their walk with the Lord tonight. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If you're not sure, be sure tonight. If you need to recommit your life to the Lord, be sure tonight. Be sure tonight. Like this is not an accident. God, there's no accidents with God. There's no coincidences with God. There's no Hebrew word for coincidence, which means they don't exist. All right. Everything that happens, God says, I'm going to use it and get the glory out of it. All right. I'm going to use it and get the glory out of it. I'm going to use it and get the glory out of it. Come on. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. Do that hand with emoji or say it's me. I see you. I see you. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'll give you. I'm going to count down from five and then we're going to pray and then we're going to go. I'm going to wrap this up, but I don't want to hop off of to prayer tonight without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. Five, I'm waiting on you. Four, I'm waiting on you. Three, I'm waiting on you. Two, I'm waiting on you. One, I see your recommitment. I see you there. I see you. Hallelujah. Everybody pray this to me on every platform. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. I give you my life today. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, just text the word decision. It's right there on the screen. If you're on the YouTubes or the Facebooks or Twitch or the Harvest Channel, it's right there on the screen. Um, text decision at 877-552-4746. Let me also do this real quick. I typically don't do this on prayer. Sometimes I do it very infrequently. Some of you are saved, but you don't have a shepherd. You're not covered. And anything uncovered spoils. And so the Bible says, Jeremiah 3.15, he would give you a shepherd or a pastor after his own heart. And so tonight, if you know that God's connected you to me, you don't have to be in Denver. You don't have to be in Atlanta. You can be anywhere across America, around the world. And God's connected you to me. It's in the voice of the shepherd. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. And if I'm your shepherd, we encourage you to get connected um, and, and uh, connect, get covered. 
so that way uh, you don't spoil. You leave something out on the on the on the on the on the, on the countertop, it's gonna spoil. You're living, you're alive, you're growing, and if you're not covered, you'll spoil. So get yourself covered. And if I'm that covering for you, if I'm that shepherd for you, you can connect. How do you do that? All you need to do is just go to our app or go to our website and you are able to do that. Do I have one for that? I don't have one for that. You can do it on our app or our website. And somebody says, get in where you fit in. Yes, you get in where you fit in and you fit here. I love you all. I pray you have an amazing night. I know we're four minutes over. I love you all. Um, thank you for praying uh, for me. I poured yesterday. Um, and it was amazing. Again, if you missed yesterday, go back and watch. Tomorrow night, nine o'clock, I'm going to give you a preview of Wednesday's message. We start a new series on Wednesday called Curse Breakers. Oh, my God. And the first message is called The Blessing. Come on. Your birthday is this Friday. Come on here. Happy early birthday. I'm the first person to tell you. I like being the first. I'm the first person to tell you. All right. Love you guys. Got to go. Have an amazing night. Pray for me. I'm praying for you. Tomorrow night, we're going to also take some, um, we'll do prayer requests. We ran out of time today to do that. So just make sure, Bishop, what platform will you be on? So Saturday, I did a bunch of platforms. I'm going to be honest. I didn't like it. I didn't like it for the preview. So I may just do IG or I may just do the Bishop Foreman IG. Either way, if you have our app, you'll know exactly which platform that I'm on. Okay. So make sure that you have our app. All right. Love you. Have an amazing night. If this bless you, go sow. Everybody sow. I'm about to sow. Um, because I don't ask you to do what I don't do. I'm going to sow. It's the first day of a new month. I'm getting a seed in the ground to cover this month. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love y'all. Shalom, y'all. Love you. And to you all, love you. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's 